name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. So a very warm welcome on this Advent Sunday to everyone here, or those who are joining us at home. We have a couple of notices this morning. Uh, the Advent service for Churches Together at Manston St. James is at four o'clock, four o'clock this afternoon. Do go and sing all those wonderful hymns. Next Saturday, it's the Christmas Fair. All sorts of things that you can help with. Please do look at the sheet that you got last week. And, and the first reading, don't, don't be put off. When you open your booklet and the first reading's not the reading you get, you've got to use your ears this morning and, and listen. Surprise for you. A voice cries out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. So let us listen and turn to the Lord in penitence and faith. Heavenly Father, you have created a universe of light. Forgive us when we return to darkness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the light of the world. Cleanse and heal our blinded sight. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Holy Spirit, you give us light in our hearts. Renew us in faith and love. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed. Forgive us our sins. Open our eyes to God's truth. Strengthen us to do good God's will and give us the joy of his kingdom through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and to put on the armour of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to us in great humility, that on the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. 
A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us live honourably as in the day, not in revelling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarrelling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to his disciples. About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing, until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. This is the Gospel of the Lord. speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, as you all know, my um, vision has declined over the last few years, hence, uh, hence these glasses. And in fact, it's so dark on here, I might actually just light a candle. Just so I can see what I'm doing a bit more. I'll leave that there, just shining. If nothing else, you'll remember that the theme of this sermon is light. So there's a clue. And I want to think about light through two texts. Uh, one of which is from our epistle today. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. What a wonderful reading to begin Advent with. And then the other is from an artist certain, well, rather strange character really, Vincent van Gogh, who said, seek only light and freedom and do not immerse yourself too deeply in the earthly mire. Seek only light and freedom. 
And it's with artists I want to begin. Um, artists, of course, you'll all know, are often, painters particularly, drawn to light. They draw and, and picture light in all sorts of colourful ways. And you think about here in the UK, we've got, well, at least three places came to mind when I thought about artists and light. One, of course, was um, St Ives. Any of you been there? Yeah, the wonderful gallery that's there. We think about Kukubri, that's a bit less, but that's sort of in the borders, Galloway. That's the artist town just over the border, and the light there is memorable. And then, of course, I think about Suffolk and Norfolk, and the light there, the big skies that you have in that part of the world. And I think we're all drawn to light. There's something very primitive about light, about being drawn to and attracted to light. I, I certainly love it when you, know, you can see a sunset, you, you look at it and you're drawn to it. You can't but help it. And of course, um, Scripture, light is a central theme. It's all over the place in, in Scripture. Right at the beginning, Genesis, let there be light. And there was light. And it comes up again and again and again. Thinking about artists as well was on my mind because I'd recently watched a documentary, quite by chance, you know it's like YouTube and it kind of it brings up all sorts of other things, you think, oh that's interesting, oh that's interesting, and then before you know it, three hours have gone, but anyway, that's it's another story. But I saw an art, a, a documentary about the artist John Piper. Does it ring any bells? Anyone know John Piper? He was sort of in the mid-1950s, mid 60s, 70s, famous for the windows at uh, Liverpool Metropolitan Cathedral, the Catholic Cathedral. But then also Coventry Cathedral, a place I've never been, but I'm fascinated to go, where the Baptistry window, um, it's an enormous, do people know what I'm talking about? Maybe if you don't, some of you will, but it's like an enormous window, like the size of our west wall, with lots and lots of little um, panes of glass in it, or, or it has got panes of glass in it now. The, the chap he worked with, John Piper, called um, Patrick Rentians described it as an enormous nutmeg grater, <laughs> that they had to do something with it, had to put some uh, window in it. And Piper had this idea of having light right in the middle of it. So you go and you, you, you and you uh, light in the middle, and then all sorts of shades around it, greens and reds and purples. Now you only appreciate that when you when you step back, when you see it at a distance. Close to, of course, you see all the individual windows and all the different. Um, glasses, but backwards, and his image apparently was it was going to be an explosion of light, a light, and then, and then you, and you see it, and it is amazing. Now it's not a bad, bad image of what the church is really, if you think about it, this wonderful light at the centre of it all, and all these little bits, these little um, windows that contributing to that overall picture that gives us a sense of the whole, and of course, that image of light in the centre is, of course, thinking about Jesus. So, go back to that reading from Paul put on the armour of light. And of course, we know well in our tradition, don't we? There's that wonderful reading that we'll hear at the end of this season Jesus is the light shining in the darkness, and the darkness does not overcome it. But how do we fit into all of this? Well, I was reminded of how last Sunday at a baptism. Remember, in a baptism, at the end, we give the candidate a candle and say, you are the light of Christ. 
And everyone says, shine as a light in the world. So part of our calling, if you like, as Christian people, is to bear that light, this light, in the world. Yet, of course, we know, like windows that get dirty, mine are smeared with uh, <laughs> birds, pigeons that fly into the vicarage. It's hilarious, really. You think at this time of year they get it. But anyway, we all know how our windows, the windows of who we are, gets kind of smeared and dirty and, and you know, not, not as it should be. And that leads us to here, doesn't it, to this penitential theme of this season and think again about Advent, uh, about baptism. It's what's clearly captured there about washing away, about beginning again. So Advent's a season to reflect on some of this stuff about cleaning the windows, about being the best light that we can for Jesus. And of course, traditionally, you get those four themes, don't you, of heaven, that's all right, but then we get to hell, death and judgment, the themes of Advent. Well, you'd be glad to know we're not preaching on those this year, but nevertheless, as our gospel today reminds us, we need to think about this stuff. It is important we reflect on the coming judgment. Of course, Advent has those two themes, Christ coming to us as a child, Christ coming to us in judgment. So we take seriously this stuff and we ponder the images and the words and the music that's so memorable throughout this season and thinking about putting on the armour of Christ. And we look at ourselves, that beautiful bit of glass that is particularly you, and we cleanse in a way, we cleanse the lens a bit, we renew the vision to help us get ready for his coming. Now of course it can be a bit scary, none of us are perfect, but that's why I started here. Remember the coming of the light of Christ, remember how he came to us first as a child, a weak, defenceless child. So the light that is coming into the world comes to us not as an interrogation lamp, we have ways of making you talk, more as a candle shining that we're drawn towards. And we, that light shines in us, helps us understand our life differently. And, and it's a light we want and need Giles and I were talking about a hymn which is a particular favourite of mine earlier this week. And I hadn't realised, but it's one of the first hymns that was ever written down that we have in our tradition. It goes back to the third century, probably. Hail, gladdening light. Now, hail, just think about it. Hail, gladdening light. We are welcoming. This light comes to us and actually changes us for the better. It's not about a light that shines on us and we feel all awful and terrible and, oh dear, woe is me. That's not what the light that's coming into the world is about. It's about a light shining that we're drawn towards, that shines in those dark places and always, always makes more of us. Even if we're kind of, you know, it feels a bit uncomfortable along the way. The light of Christ that shines in our hearts, that shines for us always, makes more of us. That's why we sing, hail, gladdening light. It's a light that gladdens our hearts. It illumines us. It shows us the way. So light. And then lastly, just a little thought. I had some time with my um, cell group, uh, which some of you will know. You, you 
couple of weeks ago, not last week, the week before. And one of my colleagues is a, is a Navy chaplain now. And he'd written a report which he shared with us. Don't worry, I'm not uh, breaking any confidences or sharing details. But he used this wonderful phrase about he bimbled around the ship. Anyone know what that word means? Bim bimbling. I looked it up. I thought, it's not a wonderful word that is. It's really just about going slowly around somewhere and being alert to those around him. So as a naval chaplain, he doesn't have to worry about parish share or about the boiler breaking down or about whatever else it is. He just walks around, he's there for people, he can talk to them, he bimbles his way along. Now, it seems to me that's not a bad word for, for Advent. We've got all sorts of other things to do. We've got sorts of busy things, you know, the fatted calf to be bought, the, all those sorts of things that we need to do through Advent, presents to buy. But let's pray for a bimbling Advent to slowly, in some way, be aware of this light that's coming into the world. To slowly be aware, the bimble through Advent, of this light that's coming into the world. And one sort of way to help us do that, of course, is the, uh, the Posada figures. That have, it's del delightful that so many of you are receiving, well, 24 of you are, no, no, it's not even more than that, is it? Anyway, a number of you are receiving the Posada set because that's bimbling its way around. And hopefully, my hope and prayer is it goes into someone's home and they think, oh yeah, this is what this is all about. It's not really about all these other things I've got to do. It's about the coming of the light into the world who comes to us as a child. And that light's coming again one day, but comes to make more of us, to really show us who we are. So friends, let's pray this Lent, Advent even. Let's pray a simple prayer. They were confusing me in the vestry um, by talking about Easter. Let's pray in the. Uh, let's pray as we begin this season of Advent. Come, Lord Jesus. Let us. Let us come to Him who is the light of our life. Come, Lord Jesus. May that be our prayer daily. Come, Lord Jesus. Be the light of my life. Amen. So. I mentioned Posada. So Heather, I think, has got the figures. Here she comes. And Nicola, I just, oh gosh, I've got to remember your new surname now. Walker, Nicola and Pippa are coming down to be the first home to receive them. Come on, Pippa, it's not that bad. And you'll see in your order of service, there's a prayer of blessing over the figures, first of all. And then Nicola, you probably need to stand here so everyone can hear you and say the prayer of response once I've done that prayer of, <laughs> wait a minute, prayer of blessing. So do you want to just open the, open the box up, Heather? So here they, oh, in fact, do you want to show everyone as well, even though they're small, you can just see what's inside. So here we've got, we've got a donkey. We've got, and we've got... <coughs> We've got Mary and Joseph. I reckon Mary's sort of bluish. She's usually wearing blue. And there's a candle and there's a prayer. So this is going to make its way around the, around the parish. It's going to be received into homes with a prayer and then given to another with a prayer. But first we'll begin and it'll come back for the crib service on Christmas Eve. Let us pray. Lord God our Father, we give you thanks and praise for this season of Advent. As Mary and Joseph journeyed to Bethlehem, we pray you bless our journey through this season and that these Posada figures 
as they are welcomed into homes in our parish, will help us make ready for the coming of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord God our Father, we receive these figures with thanks and pray that as we welcome them into our house, you may visit us with your love and help us make space in our lives to welcome your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Though he, he was, was divine, he did not cling to the quality of God, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a He was born in human likeness. He humbled himself and was obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has placed him on high and given him the name above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and every voice should pray that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God. for the Lord's coming, let us pray with humble hearts and minds. Please sit or kneel to pray. <laughs> the advent of the Lord is upon us. We pray that we will be ready in body, mind and spirit when he comes in glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is upon our world. We pray for the world leaders of this broken world. Help them to make just decisions for the good of all people. Help all those who strive for peace, all those who long for your healing touch on their countries. We pray for all those places who only know violence as communication and war as development. Especially today, we continue to pray for the people of the Ukraine and for the innocent people in Russia who have been caught up in the warfare. Lord, shine as a light in the world, into the darkest corners of this world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is upon our community, of Whitkirk and Colton. 
bless our worship and allow us to dwell in your presence. We, take, we pray today especially for all our neighbours, for those whom we live and work amongst. We pray today for all clergy and lay people in this Diocese of Leeds who will be making preparations for Advent services. Lord of Light, may your name be praised through words, music and prayer. We hold before you in prayer all those who will attend the Churches Together Advent service this afternoon and for anyone who will mark the beginning of this season across our diocese. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is upon those who are in need. We pray for the homeless, the hungry, and those who seek solace in body, mind, or spirit. We pray especially today for those who work for charities, providing shelter and food for the homeless of this city. We give thanks for the tireless work of staff and volunteers at our food bank, our charity shops and all charitable organisations. We hold before you all those who are in need of food or shelter those whose lives are ruled by addiction and abuse, those who live in fear of their neighbour. We pray that the help offered by St George's Crypt and St Richard's Food Bank is of benefit to all those who need it. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is upon our homes. Prepare a place in our hearts for the Christ child, in the midst of our busy lives. <clears throat> we pray for our families and friends, and we ask you to bless those who we don't see often, but always remember. Gracious God, be in our communities, our homes, our employment and our schools. Draw us to the light to seek the good in all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is upon those who are frightened or anxious. We pray for all those who are ill in hospital or at home at this time. Give them strength of body and peace of mind. From this community we ask, we pray for all those who have asked for our prayers. Mike Jackson, Colin and Shirley Russell, Margaret Russell, 
Jean Bannister, Graham Webster, Brian and June Sutcliffe, Ginny Camponi, Tom Heafy, Jeff Blowers, <clears throat> Shane Simpson, Jeff Lidster, and Baby Percy. Make all those whom, for whom we have prayed aware of your healing presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We remember all those who, in, who are in long-term care. Mary Metcalfe, Margaret Burton, George Brown, Jennifer Mould, and Lynn Perry. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The advent of the Lord is known to those who have entered into the heavenly kingdom. We pray for all those who have died in faith and for all those who mourn. We pray for the souls of Freddie Robinson and David Ford, who have recently died. Turn the tears of grief into the knowledge that those whom we loved on earth are now in heaven. And we name also John Sim, Pamela D. Hart, Doreen Lowther, Thomas Hughes, and Ernest Chadwick, whose anniversary of death occurs at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, keep us aware of your presence in all that we do. Fill our hearts with joy so that we might live each day serving you. Enlighten us with your grace so that peace reigns in our hearts. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Merciful Father, Accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. In the tender mystery of our God, the day spring from on high shall break upon us to give light to those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace. Peace be with you.
as the bread once scattered, and then gathered and made one, so may your church be gathered into your kingdom. Glory, Glory to you, O God, forever. Wisdom has built her a house. She has mixed her wine. She has set her table. Glory, Glory to you, you O God, God, forever. The Lord is here. His Spirit is with us. Lift up your hearts. We lift, lift them, them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give thanks and praise. It is indeed right and good to give you thanks and praise, Almighty God and everlasting Father, through Jesus Christ, your Son. For when he humbled himself to come among us in human flesh, he fulfilled the plan you formed before the foundation of the world to open for us the way of salvation. Confident that your promise will be fulfilled, we now watch for the day when Christ our Lord will come again in glory. And so we join our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven to proclaim your glory forever, praising you and singing Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood, who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. 
We look for the coming of your kingdom, and with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Dying, you destroyed our death. Rising, you restored our life. Lord Jesus, come in glory. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Pray with confidence, as our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
us pray. O Lord our God, make us watchful and keep us faithful as we await the coming of your Son, our Lord, that when he shall appear, he may not find us sleeping in sin, but active in his service and joyful in his grace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We have someone to come and help me <coughs> to light our candle. Oh, here we are. You're going to come and help me light. Oh, thank you very much. Are you going to come and light a candle with me? Yes? Yeah, I don't know if you'll reach up that high. Oh, oh. Well done. I'm going to give you this. You're going to light that candle for me. Can you do that? You hold on to that for me and I'll hold it with you. There we go. Blessed are you, Sovereign God, Lord God of our ancestors. To you be praise and glory forever. You called the patriarchs to live by the light of faith and to journey in the hope of your promised fulfillment. May we be obedient to your call and be ready and watchful to receive your Christ, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. For you are our light, and our salvation. Blessed be God forever.
and make you ready to meet him when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all whom you love, and remain with you always. Amen. Our Lord says, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. May the Lord, when he comes, find us watching and waiting. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.